Welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast, where we talk about the importance of improving life across every variable. We talk about topics like self-improvement, health, and so many strategies to manage the many stresses we have in life. If you are interested in pursuing happiness, bettering yourself daily, and reaching your full potential, this podcast is for you. Remember, you are great, but you can always be better. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Royce, and we are rocking the solo one today. So anyways, it is Sunday, right before Memorial Day. We just finished up putting up the rig for Murph, Memorial Day Murph, we are about to do tomorrow. If you are looking for a place to work out on Monday and you want to support an amazing cause like St. Jude's, make sure to register under our social media at Nevada Fitness. Click on the profile, donate, get a t-shirt, get a sick workout in for tomorrow. We'll be all out there from 5.30 a.m. all the way till about 12 p.m. There's going to be music. There's going to be food. There's going to be amazing people there working out. Uh, We'd love to see you guys there and come support the cause. So... That's where I'll be. Hopefully, I see you guys there. With that said, guys, today I want to talk about relationships. Three principles that I have recently created for myself based on all of the failed experiences that I've had in my 33 years in life that I want to impart to the listeners. And you can take it if you want or drop it. There's multiple variations on creating amazing relationships, but these are three really large principles that I have adopted from teachings, from other people, from my experiences, and uh, hopefully it's going to bring you some value. So let's get started. I want you guys to imagine you guys are walking in nature full of life, lots of greenery, maybe not here in Las Vegas, but maybe somewhere where there's more trees and there's more grass and there's more flowers. So I want you to imagine walking in that forest and then you, on the the floors, on the bed of your feet, you start to see these beautiful flowers. And there was one particular flower that you saw that really caught your eye. It's just bright yellow, little bit of some green and red into it. Never seen it before, but it's just beautiful and it's gorgeous. And you decide, ah, I got to have this for my living room because it's going to look awesome. So you go ahead and pick it off, off the soil and then you put it in your little water jar and then you put it right in that living room and it looks awesome. Your friends are like, wow, what kind of flower is that? (laughs) And, um. And you're like, oh, I got it in the forest. And you're celebrating it for this for this moment. And days go by. And eventually what ends up happening to that flower is it starts to decay. It starts to lose its color at first. It starts to lose its leaves next. And then eventually it dies. And then you have to throw it away, unfortunately. And guys, why this 
story is so important is oftentimes when we get into these relationships, we possess love itself. But for love to really flourish in its beauty and its greatness and its color, it needs to preserve its life. It needs to be rooted in the ground. It needs to be independent. It needs to be part of the world itself and see it. It needs water. It needs oxygen. It needs, geez, it needs it needs animals to poop on it. So uh, it needs to experience that adversity. And a lot of times we possess our relationships and our love in a way that we want to protect it. And one example of a way we can protect our love is protecting our love from pain from every single problem and this can manifest in a way where we just solve everything for them so they don't have to solve anything now the problem with this strategy is if you're solving every single problem for your loved one how likely are they going to solve the problems for themselves we have 24 hours out of the day and we literally can't be there for all 24 hours just guarding and protecting them from the adversities of life so the better way for me is to approach it more of a a discussion you know uh, go into that conversation in my relationship with more questions instead of more answers and the benefit to this guys and And it can be really painful because obviously you might be able to solve the problem right there and then, but it robs us the opportunity to have a spouse that is a leader of their own right. Someone that can handle themselves and their own problems. Because if you're not there in those 24 hours, they need to be able to protect themselves and protect themselves in a way Emotionally, it can be physically at times as well, hopefully not. But we literally rob them that opportunity to become independent every time we solve a problem. And oftentimes I see relationships where one is the most dominant solving and solving and solving all the problems that at one point that dominant person that's solving all the problems has no energy left to give. And when this scenario happens, the person that you've started to solve all the problems for have no idea how to take care of you. Because all your years and your relationships, you've been taking care of the other person. And when you're left with nothing and no energy, you find two really dependent people trying to take care of each other, yet they don't necessarily know how to take care of themselves. So to sum up this point, guys, love is something you want to leave free. Try not to possess it and keep it all for yourself. Let it experience, like I said, everything it needs to experience. And that's how your love can continuously grow. Because the moment you grab that flower off its soil and its root and its freedom... It withers, it falls apart, it decays, and it eventually dies. And 
possessing someone's love like it's yours and it's yours only to keep will only strangle the very essence of what made your relationship so impactful. Principle number two I want to share with you guys is the three different levels of love. And historically, I think we've been brainwashed to think that one version of love is the highest level, but I'm going to tell you it's the opposite. And the way I like to describe this, and this was um, something I've learned from Ranjish. I think I might be saying his name wrong, but he was a guru in India. There's a documentary on him. It was uh, Wild Wild West something. Look it up. It's pretty cool. But anyways, he describes love in, in three different levels. And level one is is uh, is being dependent on each other. And the way he describes this is two couples are driving into the sunset. Beautiful sunset. However, they are looking at each other and be like, oh, your eyes are so beautiful, your hair is so magical, and so on and so forth. That is level one love. Now, level two love is where one is independent, loves themselves, and then the other one is dependent on the other person's love. So they're driving into the sunset. One is like, man, look at how beautiful this sunset is. The spouse, on the other hand, or husband, on the other hand, is saying, I don't even know what's going on with the sunset because I'm just looking at your eyeballs for 50 hours. So they just forget how beautiful the sunset is. That is the level two. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, in my stages in my love life, it's been like that. So nothing wrong with it. And then there is the level three, which is, which is the highest level of a relationship when both are independent. They both love each other, but they also love themselves that they're holding hands and they're watching the sunset together. And they're looking at the sunset. They're like, wow, this is a gorgeous sunset. And that's the level three love. And in order to really get to that level three, one of the prerequisites is to really, really, really love yourself. And it requires a little bit of some ingredients of being selfish for taking care of yourself, taking care of your cup fillers, uh, spending time, quality time with family, if that's something that really speaks to you. Um, take long walks, go work out, go read a book, meditate. Those are all self stuff that you can do to really feel that love and independent for yourself. Because when you have two people that really, really do that, you can actually love each other and also love the entire world that's going around you because there's so many pretty things that are happening in your life. And if we're so consumed about just looking at each other's eyes, we're going to forget the sunset. I saw your eyes. It's beautiful. It's great. And I know what it looks like on my mind. I'm holding your hands. But let's look at the sunset. Time is finite. And uh, there's so many beautiful things. And when you evolve at that level, and I've seen some amazing relationships that have lasted years, geez. And uh, they just love life. They love each other, but they also love life. And there's something to be said about that. 
So I honestly believe that a strong relationship in its core foundation has to start out with first loving yourself. And having that as your core foundation allows you to love at a different level. And that different level, I can't really, really explain. You'll just have to figure out for yourself. You have to literally take care of yourself just to a point, And then you'll start to understand that your capacity to give and your capacity to love one another is just amplified. We often look at some of the, the love the love movies, the rom-coms where they're just fascinating. They just love each other. And we're like, oh, it just feels great. And like, I want that. But that's only level one. And we're only seeing their level one relationship and not their level two and their level three. So we have this perception that the highest form of love is level one where they're just looking at each other's eyes. And initially it starts out like that. In fact, when I married my wife, it did start out like that. And I've, I love her then, but I'm going to tell you right now that I love her more than, than I ever started. Because she's so independent now, and I'm so independent now, and we can actually just love life like it is. And I still love her more than I've ever even loved before, like I said. So... Make sure when you're watching those movies, be, be a scientist. Are they at the first stage of their life? When are they at their second stage? When are they at their third stage? And you start to see this correlation of like, hmm. And then we don't necessarily have a blueprint on that. There's not a whole lot of rom-coms on the level three stage love or level two stage love. So we are left with our own experiences to create that. Or watch other people create that. So be observant and see what it's like and see if you could adopt it. Now the final principle I want to share with you guys is hard conversations create really strong relationships. So one more time, hard conversations create really strong relationships. Now I believe every relationship has a muscle I call that emotional communicative muscle. And in order to strengthen this muscle in your relationship, one of the requirements are hard conversations. And these hard con conversations can be conversations about finance. It can be conversations about chores, like who does the dishes, who does the toilets. My wife does. Just kidding. Uh, it, it, it could be conversations about how to raise your children. You know, what school they go to. Should we be strict on them? Should we not? Like those are going to be some really shape-shifting conversations that's going to allow you to have a more robust relationship with each other. And neglecting them is only going to create more problems in the future. Now, hard conversations can be harder if you, if you procrastinate that type of conversation. You need to have it often. You need to have it frequently because that, that, that communication platform is going to be stronger and stronger and stronger. And be receptive. 
I mean, don't just have the conversations to have the conversations. Have the conversations so you can listen, right? And uh, we have these eyes, but we don't look at anything. We have these ears and we don't listen to anything. Really be there and be receptive to get stronger together. And uh, it's a new principle of mine because I because every time I have these hard conversations, me and my wife get closer. You know, it's painful for that time being. It's painful investment at the, the time being because it's uncomfortable and there's tears that come out of it and there's sometimes yelling that comes out of it. But at the end of it, there's this principle that happens. I do the dishes. You do the laundry. Sometimes I'll pick up my scent. You have to pick up Lucas here and there. So there's all kinds of amazing things that can happen through these hard conversations. And if you guys are not doing them as often, I'm going to tell you, missing out. It's a blast. So, so have them. Uh, so those are going to be my three principles, guys. I wanted to shoot one out with relationships because some of you, you guys were asking how Tara and I handle some of our things and why we work so well and I wanted to share that with you guys and um, just to sum up the points the three points like I said guys number one is love is not something you want to possess freedom is what allows that love to really really grow number two there's different types of love the two dependent if you're both in love and you're looking at each other that's level one Level two is one person loves themselves. The other one is still in love with your eyeballs, which is cool. But that's level two. But the high stage of love is when you are both in love. You guys love each other, but you also love yourselves. And in order to get to there is really just a, an immense amount of self-care coming from both ends. And the last principle that I I wanted to share with you guys is hard conversations are what make stronger relationships. So have them often, have them free, be receptive to whatever your spouse or your husband is telling you and allow these conversations to make you grow. And uh, if you guys like this episode, make sure to like, if you guys want to share it with someone you love, do it. It's going to be fun. And uh, be safe for Memorial Day, Memorial Weekend. Some of you guys are having fun. And uh, continue, guys, to get better. Peace.